Welcome to the Raw Songwriting Podcast. I'm your host, David Coyle, and today we're talking with Roger Heathers, who was on episode 22 of season two, just over the summer. And since then, Roger has taken Ouija Board, the song he wrote for the podcast, and has released it as part of a new collection, Y2K. So uh, I figured we'd take this as an opportunity to find out what's new with Roger Heathers. Hey, Roger, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, I should say. <laughs> Second time. Oh, lovely, lovely to talk to you, David. That's right. And we, uh, we were actually just listening to For All I Know as we were leading into the into the show here and that's that's off the the new collection and um i you know why don't we start with that actually why don't we talk just a little bit about um putting together this 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 latest collection of yours yeah sure i mean so uh a lot of the songs were written uh the majority were written for the podcast i do with my buddy declan uh the weekly song podcast so they were all kind of written in a week in fact like including ouija board which uh obviously i did as part of your podcast david they, did. they, they were all written in a week but they took a lot longer to develop <laughs> so some of the songs on this collection though were not written for that that show for your podcast um let me think actually or were all, all of them from them for all i know is the only one that was written outside of a podcast uh, how many how many songs are you writing outside of the podcast do you do you feel like Oh, that's a good question. I mean, like, so if we do three seasons a year, that's like uh, 21 songs per year on average or something like that. But then outside of the podcast, I, I generally write like four between seasons. So I'm probably writing like, you know, 12 songs outside of the podcasts. Uh, so you just can't stop. You are just like in the in the in the groove, and even when you're taking a break, there's no sleeping on the job. So that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive, man. That's awesome. I think that that's cool that you do that. Um, so so what have you just sort of been up to generally speaking since you were last on the show back in August? Oh, like uh, working a lot, like you know, non sort of. Uh, uh, personal project music stuff uh yeah just just working a lot i've been doing uh, the music for a musical or like a pantomime that's uh oh wow uh, being produced for next year so that's been a kind of a big job um and then just kind of other life stuff really you know um and then recording when i have the, the time you know that's that's fantastic that's fantastic well well why don't we jump into it here um i'm gonna play a short snippet from uh the rough version of ouija board which is the song that you wrote for the show and and just to refresh everybody the prompt we were looking at um i mean there were several prompts that we were choosing from but but the one that uh that you chose roger was a boar is a man who deprives you of solitude without providing you with company which was a quote by uh john vicenzo gravina and uh, what came out of it was Ouija board. So let's let's take a look. Let's take a listen here to the original version. I could talk for an hour on a whole host of ordinary things, and you would think. By the sound of my voice It's a moment that I was savoring I haven't a clue why you want this You don't want to run for the door But I'm getting tired 
a specimen to be tested. I'm not a ghost who appears when your Ouija or table comes out. So all right, so that was the that was the rough demo version of it. That that had been written in in one week, which is which is standard standard for you. And in fact, uh, uh, something that you do you pretty regularly. But um, so what? Uh, walk us through this. Uh, you've got I, we got a couple versions that we're gonna look at uh, from them. But but where did you take it from there? Well, um, the first thing I kind of did was. Uh set it aside you know i think it's always good to have a little bit of distance from a demo for a while and then uh usually when i'm thinking like oh i, f- I feel like i'm gonna make a an ep or an album or whatever i'll go back and listen to whatever i've made in the past few months and i came across that song again and i was like this is you know like you kind of go this is better than i remember yeah i get yeah, that yeah. feeling sometimes and uh i was like okay i'm gonna develop this up so i relearned it on guitar and uh re-recorded it just like just kind of getting the performance better because I felt like the kind of melodies and lyrics and stuff, they didn't need to be changed, but like the the performance could have been better. So I just uh, re-performed it, re-recorded it, but still kept that double-tracked sort of like two guitars, two vocals thing, and then started to add in uh, synthesizer parts that were just kind of like other melodies to fill in the gaps between the vocals. Um, so there's kind of this... Uh, it's it's akin to a theremin. It's kind of like you know the do 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 uh-huh. sort of sound that you hear on the on the studio version. Um, that's kind of like a synthesizer sound with some vibrato, and then just adding like a load of harmonies. Like towards the end of the uh, demo version, it's just like kind of one vocal going, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. I kind of like did a call and response with like a big like a uh, quote unquote choir of just me multi-tracking myself like 50 times. <laughs> well, why don't we, why don't we take a listen to that version then? So this is the, this is the album version then of, of Ouija board with, with all of those, those updates. Here we go. I could talk. For an hour on a whole host of ordinary things And you would think by the sound of my voice It's a moment that I was savoring I haven't a clue why you want this You don't want to run for the door But I'm getting tired I'm not a specimen To be tested I'm not a ghost Who appears When your Ouija or table comes out I would like To be blessed with a mouth that couldn't talk 
Lovely, lovely. That was uh, Roger Heather's Ouija board off of his new release, Y2K. Uh, this is the fully produced version. And <laughs> yeah, that, that's great, man. And, and by the way, if, uh, for all of you listeners out there, if you, if you just listen to this on your, on your, uh, your phone or, or on a computer default speakers or something, be sure to listen to that again with headphones. Or, or better yet, go to Roger Heather's uh website and and download the song and listen to it with headphones and there's just so many really cool effects that you got in there and and can you just run down again real quick what are all the instruments that you have in this version because i heard a i heard what sounded like maybe like a mandolin but it was a little bit deeper than a mandolin so uh but yeah what just what what are all the instruments in there it's not literally a theremin right it's a it's a just a theremin effect that's right yeah so uh so you've got the main sort of like lead line you hear the theremin type of thing mm-hmm. it's like a sine wave synthesizer um it's uh so like it just produces a pure tone so like a kind of sound uh-huh. and then that's fed through uh vibrato so it gives it like a kind of like waviness like and then um and then uh it's also fed through spring reverb as well so we get that kind of this big cloudy atmospheric sound so it's transforming a very clean sound into something very atmospheric so that's one thing mm-hmm. um and then you've also got in there the little uh sort of uh dulcimer type of thing in there it's uh that's again a synthesizer um oh, okay. but it's a, it's a sound that i mean it's there's nothing like clever to it it's just like in logic there's um there's a bank of uh world instruments and i think it was like a like a koto like a japanese koto played with the uh, yeah okay the hammers um so that was in the second verse then you got like a bunch of harmonies at the end it's something i've started doing recently is like if i want harmonies i used to record like two or three but now i'll just multi-track and multi-track and multi-track until like you know the neighbors get annoyed <laughs> and then like i just <laughs> put it all together and it's like this massive sound <laughs> so uh 
there's that and uh god what else is there there must be one more thing i think there's a little bit of electric guitar in there just doubling up some of the lead vocal melodies Hmm. And and when you're balancing everything, I, one thing I really appreciate is how you're you're you know you're using your left and your right really well. Um, you know what what what's the thought process that goes into that when you're mixing it together? The first thing with with a, an acoustic song, as far as the mix goes for me, is it's either going to be one performance right down the center, or it's going to be two of the same performances split hard left and right in the headphones. Um, and so this one's a hard left and right in the headphones, and then. So then you have some room in the middle to put some stuff, which is where the, the theremin style synthesizer goes. Um, and then it's just a case of thinking like, I'm a big Beatles fan. And like, obviously those records were mono to begin with, but when they remixed them for stereo, they used a lot of like hard um, LCR panning, yeah. they call it, you know, left, mm -hmm. center, right. Yeah. So I just, I just think like that and like, I'm going, okay, this, the track needs something here. So then I'll turn on this. So, oh, another thing, part I forgot, which is actually in the left headphone, is like this. I've got a, I think it's a Yamaha keyboard, where you can you can turn on a drum beat and play chords, but then you mm -hmm. can turn down the drum beat, and it gives you like a, a fast arpeggio of the chord you're playing. Oh, nice. So, okay. So that goes on the left headphone. Um, it's just sort of thinking where it sits, but I generally pan pretty extreme, you know, left, center, right, like that. Well, this is this is great. It's a fabulous production. Um, I really like it. But but we're not done. You have yet another <laughs> version of this song, and this is a piano-based version. Uh, so what do you want to? Well, why don't we play it first here, and then you can tell us a you know what went into the process of uh, putting that together or designing that version. So let's see. Okay, is it this? That's the one. Yeah. This is the yeah. one. All right. Okay. All right, this is the piano version of Ouija Board by Roger Heathers. Here we go. I could talk for an hour on a whole host of ordinary things. And you would think by the sound of my voice, it's the That was the piano version of Ouija Board by Roger Heathers. And uh, yeah, so so first off, why why did you decide to do a piano version? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, there's already like two versions. So um, I mean, it was uh, it was a case of uh, my sister and I, uh, we started making some videos together and uh, like live acoustic videos, just as like a kind of cool collaborative project to try out. And that always gets me thinking, oh, what, what songs could work on the piano? Because we, we went to this chapel near here um, and there's a piano there and we thought we could set it up with nice lights and stuff and do an acoustic version. And so I was like, okay, I'll try it on piano. And I was just like, oh, it works on piano. Because sometimes songs either, either work on one or the other. So I just kind of figured out on piano and uh, 
so it was just kind of a, a a good excuse to sort of do a video together, you know, collaborate yeah. and have some fun, you know. And is that where is it exclusively available on uh, like uh, as a video then on YouTube or or Facebook? Where where can you find this version? Oh yeah, so it's it's just on YouTube. Yeah, just like a YouTube video on my uh, YouTube channel. All right. Well, it is. Yeah, it's it's a it, it, it's a versatile song. It 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 stands up to to different interpretations. So that's I'm, I'm excited. I you know I'm really excited uh, to follow up on the songs that 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 get written for the show. And uh, it's it's nice to nice to know that I had some small small part in the creation of this thing. Um, but now, but now this song is on your new album, Y2K. And I guess, uh, one question would be why, Y2K? What's, <laughs> is there, is there an overarching theme to the, to the songs you feel? Well, uh, I guess Y2K, because it's a negative, you know, a negative result from like the digital world, that whole millennium bug thing never happened, of course, but, um, but that was sort of a, one of those things that I think with lockdown and, isolation and you know the whole pandemic we've all spent a lot of time on our computers and mm. i've come to see my computer as like i mean it's great and everything i can record music on it i can you know surf the web but it's kind of a negative thing if i spend too much time on it so i think that there's no huge meaning to it but i guess y2k was in the back of my head somewhere just because it's like the computers aren't necessarily our best friends all the time yeah yeah oh okay all right um is there any any other things that you want to say about the the new album um only that it's sort of like a mixture of, of stuff um uh i guess kind of the like there's a whole bunch of different stuff like for all i know is kind of like a like a punk song um and then heaven knows i would is just a straight up ballad um, All Familiar Skies is like a kind of like Neil Young type of thing. Cold Lassie's like a kind of Prince influence. So that, and then Ouija Board, of course, is its own thing. So there's a bunch of different stuff. Um, I guess I just wanted to make something that was like not just one genre, but kind of like had five very distinct different songs on it, you know. Well, I really enjoyed listening to it. I think it's a, and I, I appreciate the the sheer variety. I, that that's something that's really important to me. Is is uh, when I listen to an album, I like to hear a good variety of different things. So, so I appreciate that. Uh, is where can people find this music? Where can they get it? Okay, so uh, it's on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and uh, Tidal. I recently learned it's on Tidal. Oh, um, nice. Which I had no idea about. So, <laughs> uh, so all the streaming platforms, um, as well as uh, there's a stream on YouTube, if people like YouTube. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of anywhere people can listen to music, really. Well, all right. Okay, well, uh, Roger, I want to thank you for being on the show. And coming back and, and and giving us an update, and and I hope to have you back on in the future in in some capacity. I'm I'm trying to figure out ways to get people back on. So, um, all right, well that's a wrap. Uh, be sure to like and review the podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at David L Coyle or on Facebook at Dave Coyle's Musical Extravaganza. If you have any questions for me or about any of my guests, you can email me at rawsongwriting at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, please consider contributing to the program via Venmo at Dave Coyle or PayPal.me Dave Coyle. In the meantime, keep your songwriting raw and riveting. But before that, I'm going to uh, play us out with another song off of Roger Heather's new album, Y2K. This song uh, was a particular favorite of mine, and this one is called Old Familiar Skies. Here we go. Cool.
soldier carries on Like a priest without a congregation Like a bird without a song